Just watch basketball. How about we can just watch basketball? Hello and welcome to the Daily Ding on the Athletic NBA Show. I'm Dave DeFour here with Mo DeKeel for your Christmas Eve update. Before we start, don't forget, if you haven't already subscribed, you can get this podcast advertising free along with the great journalism and opinion that we offer over at The Athletic by going to theathletic.com slash NBA show. A lot of stuff to get to, so we're going to jump right in. 11 games played Thursday night as the NBA tries to get all these teams some games before the day off on Christmas Eve. Brooklyn and Portland were postponed. Uh, we got Christmas Day games coming up on Saturday, but Mo, it was a crazy night, and we're going to try to do this a minute a game. We're going to touch on every game, and we're going to start in Indiana as the Pacers beat the Rockets 118-106. Big news in this game, really, for the Rockets is that Jalen Green came back. He was on a minutes restriction. Mo, how did he look? He looked good. You know, 7-14 from the field on, on those 25 minutes, 20 points. I mean, you know, for a first game back, that's solid. Miles Turner had 32-10 and 10 and, you know, just goes to show, Mo, that when this guy gets an opportunity, he can make stuff happen, not just for himself, but for other people. He actually was instrumental to their offense tonight. Yeah, I mean, listen, I'm a big Miles Turner head. This dude's awesome. I think he does a lot more stuff for you defensively. Had a great offensive game tonight. You can't go wrong with that. I think this is one of those things, a showcase game, where Indiana could go like, see, he could play. Karis LeVert had 24 and 11 assists, filling in at point guard for for Malcolm Brogdon. Fantastic. The Pelicans are just a great story right now. They're 12 and 21 after beating the Magic 110 to 104. Brandon Ingram having a very quiet, good season. Mo had 31 points in this one. Josh Hart also having a quiet, good season. Everybody having a good season in New Orleans is is very quiet about it. But these two especially, I, I think, have been really good, Mo. Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing for New Orleans was shooting 13 to 30 from three, 43.3% from the field. Obviously, Ingram didn't even make a three. He was 0 for 1, but you got Hart going 4 for 5. Like, you're beginning to roll there and finding a good group after such a shaky start for Willie Green. Pretty awesome to see them beginning to start figuring things out. Good vibes, and they're playing hard for Willie Green. In Philadelphia, the Hawks hold on to beat the Sixers 98-96. to And Mo, this was a weird game for the Sixers down the stretch. I just didn't think there was enough Embiid featured. Yeah, you know, I'll say this. Even though it's Embiid, there are still games where it's tough to get him the ball in, in clutch moments. That's why we always talk about they need a clutch score. But, Dave, the real problem for the Sixers is how many more bad first quarters are we going to have to suffer through, right? Like, they only scored 18 points in this this one. They battle back and just lose at the buzzer. But, honestly, if they can just start games properly, they're probably going to be winning a lot more of them. And in even though this team already hampered by health and safety protocols, and they had two healthy players leave this game, uh, Cam Reddish and DeLon Wright, both with ankle issues. And, I mean, Cam Reddish had a great game, 18 points before he got hurt, and, and another guy who might be a showcase guy. Yeah, I mean, he was a catalyst for the Hawks. Like, every time I looked up, he was making things happen, hustling down the court, getting some big transition buckets and things like that. It, You know, he tweaked his ankle. Dave, I think he might be out at least a couple of games because that one looked nasty. But, you know, that's that's a team. That's another guy just on the trade block. That team should be kind of poking around going like, hey, maybe, maybe this is a guy we should go after. The Heat culture band together to – Pull off a victory over the Pistons, 115-112. to 112. Tyler Hero had 29. Max Struess had 26. 
including he hit five threes in this one, man. Uh, he's just been huge when they've been down all season. This has been a big one, man. The Struis is loose, folks. That's really the truth. You know, this was this was kind of crazy. It was a one-point game with about a minute 15 left or something. Shot clock's winding down. Hero makes a crazy fading away three up against the shot clock. And then the next possession down, I think, Struis hits a big three in the corner, and that kind of sealed the fate for the Pistons. And game-clinching rebound by Udonis Haslam. So let's not call that a wasted roster spot, Dave Dufour. The Wizards beat the Knicks 124-117 to 117 in spite of Kemba Walker going berserk, Mo. He, look, he was benched. We all saw it. We all know about it. We've heard about it. We played 43 minutes in this game, had 44 points. It was not enough, but it was nice to see Kemba get going. See, I think this was all part of Tibbs' plan. I'm resting Kemba so I can play him 43 minutes in a game and he can explode. Okay, yeah, no, they don't, nobody's nobody's buying that. All right, no. <laughs> they don't have a lot of options after Derrick Rose gets his surgery. Uh, Kyle Kuzma had 18. Cody Kispert had 20. Uh, Aaron Holiday had 16. And Spencer Dinwiddie had 21. A good team effort from the Wizards, who, you know, they, they've struggled a little bit since their early start, but it's nice to see them find their footing in this one. After kind of complaining about their offense and not getting enough touches and looks and things like that, dropping 124 points tonight, pretty solid effort from them and what they got going. And, you know, it's they're the I think they have a chance to really pick it back up. I think they went through a tough spell. I think they're going to get going again. The Bucks beat the Mavericks 102 to 95 thanks to 26 from Chris Middleton and 24 from Drew Holiday. The stars of this team leading the way, and of course the third star in this trio, Demarcus Cousins with 22 points. It's nice to see Boogie out here doing stuff, but he's actually contributing for them in a way that that probably goes beyond health and safety protocols with Brooke Lopez being out. He might be a guy that's around for a while for them, Mo. Yeah, I think, you know, it's a great luxury to have once you're fully healthy and and fully healthy even without Lopez because we don't know the full story with Lopez. But just having that when you get everybody back from health and safety protocols, it's nice to have a guy like Cousins that you could bring off the bench and be able to kind of get going. And they're going to be nights, man. He's going to get going like he did tonight. It's it's not going to be consistent. Nobody should expect him to be able to do this the next night. But yeah. you're going to get some flashes here and there. Yeah, and the Mavericks is still shorthanded. But uh, Marquise Chris, got to single him out. This is another good game for him. He's played uh, now 29 total minutes in two games. He had 13 points in this game, Mo. This is a guy that probably should have been on a roster. The injury issues with him kind of holding him back. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to stick around in Dallas just because of roster issues there. But do you expect to see somebody pick up Marquise Chris for the rest of the season? I think this is a good opportunity for him to get that that look. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you, Dave. I, I don't know. It could go either way, you know, the way the league kind of works and that stuff. But I think we're kind of burying the lead. Jalen Brunson was pretty awesome tonight as well. Another good game. 19 points, eight assists, pretty solid performance from him, kind of carrying a lot of the uh, playmaking load with Luca out. In Denver, the Hornets steal a victory from the Nuggets, 115-107. And we got to talk about the Nuggets in fourth quarters at some point, and maybe this needs a deep dive on Nurder. But they had another bad fourth quarter in this game. And Jokic, he had 29 points, 21 rebounds. I just don't know what else he's supposed to do. At this point, there's a talent issue. 
for for the Nuggets. So we're going to focus on Charlotte. I actually thought that they had a great team game. And P.J. Washington at at center down the stretch for them was the key. He hit a bunch of threes, really stretched the floor, and, and caused all sorts of problems for the Nuggets defense. Yeah, I think, you know, his impressive play, you know, the the situation where he does a pick and pop, finds Ish Smith, you know, a Tom Haberstroh favorite, shout out to our guy, uh, in the corner for a three that really kind of sealed the deal there for the for the Hornets. Like he's just been having a hell of a year. And I think it's sort of opening up a lot of opportunities for, for Charlotte to really take advantage of when they're playing some of these opponents. So, you know, that's a, that's a nice win for Charlotte, man. The Suns beat the Thunder 113-101, and they started this game strong, and the Thunder fought back, as they always do. But the Suns, as we... Always? They normally do. They fight hard. 73 points? Well, they fight hard, but (laughs) we're going to give them credit for fighting hard, but the Suns win this one. Uh, Devin Booker, 30 points, and got to say, it looks good. He looks good, and it's nice to see Devin Booker out there after the hamstring injury being able to put up big games. I mean not just the 30 points, seven assists and seven rebounds. And he's doing it very smoothly, very relaxed. I don't know how much of it looks stressed. So I think, you know, he's just in a good groove. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton, 19 and 12, had a great alley-oop dunk in this one and got a technical uh, for pulling on the rim and slapping the backboard. Uh, Look, man, let's have some fun out there. Shea Gilgis-Alexander continues the great season. 29 points in this one, had seven assists, five rebounds for the Thunder. The Timberwolves meet the Jazz. It's the battle of, uh, I don't know, what are we going to say here? Smack talkers between the Timberwolves and Gobert? It's it's one way. It's not smack talk. When you've lost by 30 and then start talking trash afterwards, that's not smack talk. That's just you being an idiot. Well, what happens when you lose again? Because that's what happened here. The Utah Jazz beat the Timberwolves 128 to 116. Donovan Mitchell had 28 points in this one. Rudy Gobert, uh, aforementioned Rudy Gobert, who the Timberwolves are not afraid of, had 20 points and 17 rebounds. And Mo, I think that if we're looking at the results, maybe they should have a little bit of fear in their hearts. I I just hope somebody asked the Wolves in the post game, were you guys worried this time? Because he had four blocks. You know, was there a little bit more of a concern? Did he put a little bit more fear into your hearts? Like, come on, guys. Malik Beasley had 33 points in this one for the Timberwolves, 7 to 16 shooting. And and again, you know, everyone's kind of a mess right now with health and safety protocols. So you can't take too much away from this. But Utah has looked good, and it's nice to see their offense clicking again. 16 of 39 from three. They, They had some... Really bad shooting nights, which is crazy to say about a team that's got a historic offense at the at this point in time. And uh, one of the bigger games, and to me, this was the game of the night, is the Golden State Warriors and the Memphis Grizzlies. And the Warriors win this one. And it was close till late, but Steph Curry had 46 points. And you're not going to see the Warriors lose a lot of games where Steph goes for 46. He also had eight threes. Uh, Mo, he's the MVP front runner right now, right? Like, pretty clear. I think it's between him and KD. I think we're, we're kind of sleeping a little bit on what Kevin Durant's done this season, but Curry's been awesome. And as great as they, they've played this season and, you know, they still almost blew this game, Dave, they had eight fourth quarter turnovers for 12 Memphis points. Like they were trying to give this one away at one point and they got, they got bailed out. Curry got going again in the fourth quarter and I got going, kept going. And then you had Draymond with a nice little, Roll to the rim on a short roll, finding I can't remember who it was below the basket, but he kicks it out to uh to somebody else for a three. Sorry, guys, I can't remember the names anymore. It's all blurring into one. And that kind of sealed the deal for the 
the Warriors, but they got to watch out. These turnovers are going to become a problem if they don't start getting it under control. Yeah, especially against teams like Memphis that can capitalize and turn that into instant offense. And our last game of the night, the Spurs close out Staples. Oh, we we all weep in our beverages over the Staples Center closing and becoming something else. 138 to 110, the Spurs win this game. Katia Bates Diop with 30 points for the Spurs. It, it was that kind of game, Mo. Uh, this is more of the same for the Lakers. And again, just like most teams in the league, they're dealing with roster issues. Um, they started LeBron, Russell Westbrook, Dwight Howard, Wayne Ellington, and Taylor Horton Tucker. I don't think that that was their plan coming into this year. No, it certainly wasn't. You know, and, and just like every other team, they have had to pivot and figure things out. So you're not going to get any tears from me on that end in that sense because everybody's dealing with it. And let's be honest, LeBron was awesome in this game. 36 points, nine rebounds, six assists. You know, Russ had a pretty solid night. 30 points, seven rebounds, four assists. After that, it starts to, the numbers drop off so drastically, and it's really not their problem. It's their defense. It was so bad tonight. It was ridiculous. And I think that's kind of the thing you're looking at with this Laker team. It's just like, guys, I don't know what we're going to get from them on a regular basis. The Spurs shoot the least amount of threes in the league, and you gave up 39 of them, and they hit 18. You're just not going to beat teams doing that, especially teams like the Spurs that aren't even hunting the three. I mean, when they get up almost 43s against your defense, you know you got big problems, and uh, we could have probably seen this coming. We also got to shout out DeJounte Murray with 13 assists today, and I think that's something that you know we're beginning to see really grow is his playmaking abilities something that we've kind of been waiting for it it's really stepped up to another level this season so you got to give him some love on that one he's another guy like brandon ingram having a really really nice season and doing it in a place that a lot of people aren't paying attention to so it's happening quietly but yeah dejounte murray continues to impress had nine points 13 assists six rebounds in this game and he continues to just be an amazing offensive rebounder too it's like every time i turn on the spurs there's dejounte grabbing an offensive rebound that's going to do it for the show, folks. Don't forget, Christmas Day. Games all day. Enjoy them. Uh, everybody, enjoy your holidays, your time off, time with family, time alone, however you're going to spend it. Be safe. Take care. We'll be back next week with more here at the Athletic NBA Show. Ding, ding.